Welcome to Little Futures. My name is Ruby and I will be a host for this podcast. This is a chance for kids from all over Nova Scotia to learn all about the different questions that you may have boiling inside those little heads of yours around helping our environment and the earth. Today we'll be talking to a special guest and I can't wait for you to find out who it is. All right, welcome to Little Futures. Today we have an exciting guest. His name is Liam. Hi, Liam. Hey, everybody. Hey, Ruby. Okay, we have some questions from some of our amazing youth, and they are asking you, how do we get energy from the sun? Oh, there's all sorts of great ways we get energy from the sun, but I think my three favorites uh, that come to mind, passive energy, plant photosynthesis, and creating electricity with sunshine that falls naturally on us. So I think about that passive energy. It's uh, my dog, cats, laying out in the sun to warm up their bodies in the wintertime, right? They're just sunbathing. And so that passive solar energy does the same thing for a lot of buildings that are around us. So if you think about being in school, in classroom, might be made of brick or stone around you, that's great for just soaking up the sun and then storing all that heat all day long. So if you think about the middle of winter, it's a great way to keep our buildings warm. In the summertime, it kind of does the opposite. And sometimes we get a little too hot, but uh, not so much to worry about when we're, in our, when we're out of classrooms, uh, July and August. Um, then I talk about photosynthesis, and that's where plants uh, get their sunlight, both on land and in the ocean, and use that sunlight as food. And so Think of all the fruits and vegetables that these plants grow. They've been feeding life on Earth for hundreds of millions of years now and are a great way to get energy. And then finally, solar panels, solar photovoltaics. Um, that's how we turn sunlight into electricity. So we use them in space. They power a lot of satellites, which help with all of our communications. If you've ever used Google Maps and get that satellite view, solar panels are pan- powering those. And then we also use them here on Earth, on our homes and our schools to generate electricity that goes into our buildings. And now they're starting to go into our cars. That's pretty cool. And so one of our mini little friends is also asking, can we get energy from the moon? That's a really cool question. And at first it almost had me stumped. Uh, But yes, we absolutely get energy from the moon. And so the moon is responsible for moving tides across the globe. And in Nova Scotia specifically, we're actually starting to harness that tidal energy and turn it into electricity. So it's a renewable energy source that we actually get from the moon's gravitational pull. That's pretty cool. And you spoke a little bit about tidal energy. So with tidal, is it a big fan under the water? There's all sorts of different ways that we're looking at tidal. So some cases, yeah, it's a big fan under the water, kind of like a wind turbine would be underneath the water or backwards working propeller of a boat. Um, And in other times, it's really just floats on top of the waves that are coming in and out um, and using that kinetic energy of moving up and down and turning that into electricity instead. Wow, so cool. And so talking about those sorts of energy, how do wind turbines work? Uh, So I like to think of a wind turbine as the fan that might be in your bedroom that's keeping you cool, right? So that fan uses electricity to move the blades and push that air towards you. Well, a wind turbine just works the other way around. So when the wind blows, it moves those blades. And that inside of that back end of the turbine is um, the motion being used to create electricity. 
So that electricity is just then sent down uh, through the turbine and out to local communities around us. And so that wind energy is a renewable energy source because it comes from a source within nature that replaces it pretty quickly. Wow. I'm learning a lot today. I hope all my friends are also learning something. So the last question we got from a little is, what is phantom power? Are there really some phantom sucking energy from our devices while we sleep? (gasps) So when we talk about phantom power, uh, it's kind of like that there is a vampire that's there sucking the energy uh, out of our devices and out of the walls to power our devices. Um, But it's really that little bit of energy that's always being used, even when we think our devices are turned off. Um, So whether it's an electronic like a phone, a computer, a television, most or if not all of those devices are pulling some form of draw when we're sleeping in bed at night. I like to take the microwave as my great example. So if you think about your microwave, there's that little clock on it that's always powered 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And the funny thing is that microwave uses more energy to power that clock than it does to run for 10 minutes at any given time to heat up your food. You're kidding! I know, right? You have to be using that microwave more than 10 minutes a day for the energy to heat up your food to be more than it takes to just power that little clock on the front of it. Oh my gosh, all my mini friends, I hope you heard that today. And you should go and get an adult to unplug their microwaves. They're not great. Wow, we learned a lot today. So thank you, Liam, so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Ruby. Well, you have a great day and bye, little friends. Okay, all my little futures friends, it was a pleasure speaking to our guest today, and I hope you learned a lot. If you have any burning questions that you want any of our guests to ever answer, make sure you send them to any of the engagement offices and they will share them with me. Thank you. Bye.